Radio Chaser is brought to you by National Sickie Day. You may have the first ever recorded case of symptomless Ebola. You just don't know. Stay at home, just in case. National Sickie Day. 2019. You really should cut the booze, lose 50 kilos and fulfil your lifelong dream of becoming a YouTube star by taking up extreme parkour. That's why you're here. This isn't a radio show. It's a spiritual journey to help you live your best life. It can't help you achieve any of your goals, but it will make you much, much, much better at sex. Welcome to Radio Chaser. We have Andrew Hanson, Charles Firth and I'm Dom Knight. And look, we're going to tell you how you can be part of National Sickie Day. It is going off. We've set up nationalsickyday.com. And, Charles, how many people have clicked on to pledge? So far, 69 people well, hey. have hey, pledged. We know what they'll be doing on National Sicky Day. Hey. Oi. So next Friday is the day. We'll explain more about how you can train up and make sure you take part in Australia's biggest ever sickie. That's coming up right here on Radio Chaser. But a bit of news, Dom, out of Melbourne. Uh, overnight, they've just uh, implemented the first uh, euthanasia law in Australia. Yeah. So, so they've brought it into being. It, it starts today. Um, and, you know, Melbourne, I think uh, you'd have to agree, they're, they're ahead in everything, aren't they? Oh, they really are. It's such an advanced, sophisticated mm. city, Melbourne, isn't it? Including killing people. Oh, so yeah. sophisticated, yeah, how they exactly, do. yeah. But it is a great step forward. You know, I, there's a lot of people I know down in Melbourne who I'm hoping will take up this new law. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, but like, do you want to name any names? <laughs> <laughs> I would, but uh, probably uh, against the law. It, it, what it is is, though, if people are, are unclear about what the bill is about, it's um, it allows people who are terminally ill to, you know, seek, uh, you know, voluntary assisted death. Yeah. Um, and it's good because you know a lot of medical treatments. You know how if you even if you need a routine procedure done, it takes months to get mm. this. Just takes three weeks. Three weeks. Very you impressive. can be totally dead. And it's already been used on the AFL footy show with a whole lot of success. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's, a, it's a great way to sell the bill. Like, yeah. We can just get rid of the footy show. No more Sam Newman. Yeah, it's, a, right. it's an absolute winner. But I'll tell you what, I, I think the government campaign to promote it yeah. shows what a great bill it is. Melbourne, the world's most livable city, is now the world's most diable city. We're so committed to death, we've all been wearing black for years. When you're euthanized in Melbourne, it's a one-way tram ride to the afterlife. Select your method of dying with our euthanasia barista. Can I interest you in a single-origin Nembutal? Or oh, we've got a cold-drip pentobarbital. Or, for a more old-school option, a pour-over arsenic. Assisted dying is now available to any Melbourneian who's terminally ill, or worse, has to visit Sydney. <gasps> Sydney is worse than death. Not that I've been there. Your death will take place in a respectful manner as the centrepiece of an influential art happening. Uh, 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 uh. Bravo. Bravo. After which you'll receive an artisanal cremation in a Fitzroy gin distillery. Finally, your ashes are transported by the members of a promising indie band to the sparkling Yarra. So when you want to end your suffering, remember, there's nowhere as insufferable as Melbourne. Triple M's Radio Chaser. Boeing's had some hard times recently. Uh, the 737 MAX jet, they've been oh, just two fatal crashes mm. and a three-month grounding. It's been a bad year, so um, they're trying to maybe, fix things up. Maybe they're doing a sort of Melbourne euthanasia experiment <laughs> with their aircraft. That would be very effective. Oof. All right. But the thing is... Oh. Oh, the 
That's a warning. Gosh, if only Lee had been so fast with the sketch in the last break. Anyway, anyway, look, 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 look. Um, they're, they're, they're doing the most important thing they can do, which is change the name of the aircraft. Oh, really? That's, that's, is that so, their solution? I assume they're going to make it safe at some point, but mm. the, the CEO of Boeing come out and said, look, we're, we're, um, we're open to ch- changing the, yeah. the brand to restore its reputation. I think you mm. need more than a new name, but yeah. it makes me think, what could they change the name to? To make people feel that it was safe to fly. Well, you, you know how they call the 787 the Dreamliner? Mm. I reckon mm. they should mm. call the 737 the Flatliner. <laughs> yeah, or well, maybe the 737 Death Trap. <laughs> yeah, that's right, exactly. Um, I don't know. I mean, what do you reckon, Andrew? It's a sort of reassuring name, though, to make you feel safe. Like the, the 737, we fixed all the broken bits. That's quite yeah. good. Because I was going in a different direction. I was sort of thinking 73MH370. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I don't know if that would make probably, me hurry on board. Yeah, maybe not. I, what about leaning in to the, to the problem, though? You know, like the 737 YOLO or something like that. Oh, that's good. Oh, yeah. Thrill yeah. ride. Thrill ride. Thing. Yeah. yeah. Or you could just yeah. go, because they call it, it's the 737 MAX is the problem, is, right? Yeah. So mm. what about just calling it more, something more accurate, like the 737 Stacks? Or, or yes, the, yes, I like it. Yeah, I was or, thinking maybe the Boeing 737. Instead of Boeing, just Boeing. The Boeing oh, That's kind of the experience. I don't think it bounced, bad. though. I don't think yeah. it bounced. Um, uh, I mean, the 737 you, sticky tape is stronger than you think, Max. <laughs> that's quite good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, what about um, name it after its safety record? So the 737 lacks. A lot of good puns yeah. here. Um, yeah. How about, I know a name that would really um, actually bring back consumers and, and restore confidence. Oh, yeah. yeah. Airbus A390. <laughs> yeah, that's a great idea. Good yeah. one. Yes. The sequel. Because um, well, I'm thinking naming naming it after its fuselage would be good. So you call oh, it yeah. the, the 737 Cracks. Or, Do you have any have that, that, that don't rhyme with that? <laughs> I mean... Well, what about... No, I don't. Right. What about, we'll just what about keep going then. safety name regulations? It, name it after what the engineer who certified it as safe received. Like the um, 737 kickbacks. Oh, Come okay. On. Yes, yeah. yes. What else rhymes with it? I'll just get out my rhyming dictionary. What about Dax? Because <laughs> they should pull down the pants of the engineer. <laughs> you know what, actually? It, it, no, because we're not thinking literally enough because it's grounded, isn't it? It's grounded, yeah. So it, it can't actually fly anywhere. No. So they should just call it a bus. Radio Chaser is brought to you by National Sickie Day. Nine out of ten fake doctors endorse National Sickie Day. What a massive, massive, massive groundswell of uh, support we've had for National Sickie Day. Have we? Yes. I now understand how the organisers of Live Aid must have felt back in 1985. (laughs) Wow. When they basically eliminated global poverty and famine. Uh, just by organising a whole lot of rock concerts. It's, it's that big. We ha- You know how I announced at the beginning of the show that 69 people had pledged to take a sickie on, on National Sickie Day next Friday? Yeah. Yes, yes. Six, that's great numbers. We are now up to 85 people just in that Whoa. short period of time. <laughs> We're so not. You, uh, Charlie, are you inflating these figures? No, Come on, be no, honest. No, like this, this is true. This is true. 85 people are pledging <clears throat> right. to chuck a sickie on next Friday, the 28th of June. So we have as many as 16 listeners who uh, heard the plug for nationalsickyday.com and clicked. Oh, that's huge. Charles, you should you should be put in charge of those demonstrations in Hong Kong. You're the <laughs> one right. who gets the people out on the streets. <laughs> yeah, so what we've done is we've actually set up a button. So just go to nationalsickyday.com, yeah. click the button, promise to chuck a sickie, and then 
you have to chuck a Siki. That's actually all it does. The website. I, mean, <laughs> yeah, I admire right. your coding, but all it does, it just counts up by one. So I've clicked it about five times. I don't want to ruin it for you. But... Oh, oh, dummy, dummy. <laughs> you, you, but, you know. You're turning this National Siki Day into a joke. Yeah, come on. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is a public, popular. public public health campaign. But anyway, it, if you are preparing for National Siki Day, you do need to get into training. Luckily, we've set up this service. <laughs> I'm sick, boss. You don't sound it. Get back to work. National Siki Day is fast approaching, but are you prepared? At the Chaser Academy, you can learn how to replicate all the symptoms of an infectious disease. Convincingness guaranteed. All right, class. Everyone... Cough. <coughs> oh, come on, more. You have to be a disease vector. From beginner courses? All right, we're going to start with the basics. Everyone, say after me, I've got a headache. I've got a headache. All the way through to advanced courses for extended leave. Hi, boss. I've got chronic fatigue syndrome. Stop! No! The key is to have a convincing illness. The Chaser Academy's Sicky Training Institute. Register for a class today and then call in sick. Sorry, I can't make it to class today. Perfect. Perfect. Radio Chaser on Triple M. Remember we had a long weekend last weekend? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So I went away to Canberra. Oh, exotic. Yeah. Well, treat yourself. You jet setter. So, of course, uh, my son, Hartley, um, my 10-year-old, watched YouTube a lot during that whole... uh, Canberra experience. Well, you can't I'm really blame was, him. No, no. I'm glad he was able to escape in some form. But he was he was watching YouTube on my phone. Oh, and mm. I, it sort of crept up. I didn't quite realise just how much YouTube Canberra requires. <laughs> oh yes. And yes. The, what? Tw- how many hours per day? Twenty three. Twenty three. Twenty four. Yeah. Mm. Maybe even more than twenty four. Um, yeah. No, but the phone bill came. Uh, back last night, and mm. uh, there's 110 dollars in overage Whoa. data charges. You're kidding? Ooh. Are you on like a one gig plan or something? No, no, no. no. I was. I'm on a big, big plan. I'm on like 40 gigs or something. Mm. Uh, but it went 11 gigs over, and they charged uh, 10 dollars per gigabyte or something. Seriously? Yes. And oh. it just, oh, it's uh, all your kids' fault. Mm. Well, so, 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 so my, my question oh. is: Should I murder my kid? Oh, well, okay. why are you even asking? I mean, I'm, not, I'm surprised you haven't already dragged his corpse mm. into the studio. I mean, this is well, appalling. I mean, is it really murder? If he, if he, <laughs> well, does it's, that? it's yeah. just, a, it's just a punishment. Yeah, isn't it? I mean, it's, it's not really legitimate. This has taken a dark turn. <laughs> I thought we were going to talk about the outrageousness of having a huge bill, but if you want to talk about uh, infanticide, Charles, it's your, it's your career. Yeah, okay. One triple three five three. What's your biggest bill blowout? What's can you top $110? I remember my brother, um, his his son uh, mm. got to his phone. I remember there was that, that game, I think they ended up kind of banning it or changing it, where you got like Smurf coins or something. And he had oh, some yeah. huge bill for Smurf coins, like hundreds <laughs> of dollars on Smurf is, coins. Is that like an in-app purchase? <laughs> yeah, or yeah, was, and, yeah right. and in the end, oh. um, Apple had to reverse it. But, um, oh, but but at least he'll, I mean, he'll have those Smurf coins for the rest of his life. <laughs> yeah, that's he'll, right. be, he'll be treasuring those, those no, no, when well, he's in his 60s. But he got murdered, so, you well, know. Well, yeah, there is that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a rough one. It's a tough one, isn't yeah. it? Uh, mean, okay, one triple three five three. what is your biggest bill blowout? Um, so we, how, how many? What was, oh, yes, probably three or four hundred dollars. I don't know. Three or four Bucks, Big bill blowout. What have you had? Travelling, roaming expenses. It doesn't have to be phone, though. Yeah. Uh, so one triple three five three is a number to, to call about the bill blowout. If you want to complain about Charles's child murder discussion, that's ACRA that you call. <laughs> but we're on one triple three five three. 
Mark from Spring Farm, how big was your big bill? Uh, my son, who was five, discovered mm-hmm. the directory assistance line on Telstra and <laughs> racked up $210 in directory assistance calls. Oh, that's wow. extraordinary. How? Like, what, what was he asking for? He wasn't asking for anything. He just liked listening to the lady and then hanging up. <laughs> oh, but, but think of all the wonderful information he got about uh, you know, people's oh, phone yeah, numbers. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. education. That, that's, that's education. his college. Educa- that's his uni education. Yeah. Oh, there you go. That's pretty impressive. So we've got 210 from Mark. That's pretty good. Now we're talking bills. We've got uh, someone called Bill on the line. Bill, how big was your big bill? My, my bill was $1,125. You're kidding me. And what was it for? Um, I was in America and I got trashed at a Dave and Buster's. Um, made a call uh, to... A, Couple of friends here in Australia, and I actually had kept drinking while they were on the phone. Talked to them for about well, as long as the phone would go, uh, <laughs> and then I passed out in the motel room. And they thought it was funny to keep talking to me, knowing that I passed out until the phone went flat. Oh wow! Oh, they should have breathalysers no. on phones, shouldn't they? Oh, did did they those really, friends really of yours? Should. Did they, those friends of yours work at a double O double five line at all, Bill? <laughs> no, no, unfortunately not. But they did see the error in their ways, and they did kick in 2% each to the bill, which oh. I thought was awesome. Oh, good how friends. generous. Good mates. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, there's a cautionary tale for you. Let's go to Mark. Uh, talking about big bills here. Mark, what was yours? Uh, mine was 2378 bucks. Two three oh. or 2278 kidding. And it was for a little mobile gong- dongle mm. for my office, and I left it on over a couple of days and I didn't realise it was only for user basis and oh. instead of 144 for the first bill and then the next bill 77 a month uh, it was 2,300 <laughs> or 2,200 almost at a fit oh, um, they very graciously waived it because I sounded like an idiot which I am and pleaded <laughs> stupid, uh, and they very kindly. I like it, the idiot the defence. Maybe I should try that with Vodafone. Mm. Oh, there you they, go. Look, yeah. I'm new to the game, yeah. and I don't have a clue. They obviously believe me, and you, I'm very thankful I did. Well, you do sound a bit like an idiot, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> You're using the word dongle. That's pretty convincing, I think. Um, let's go on to Terry. Uh, Terry, tell us about your big bill. I can top that. Mine got to about three grand, maybe just over three grand. I'd not long paid my credit card bill out. And for some reason, I looked at my, my app for some reason, but it shouldn't have had anything on it. And I went, oh, my God. In a couple of days, my son had been playing this game, and I'd been going off at him because I thought he upgraded it. But the, some of the Android pay thing, which I didn't get because I don't really know how to use my phone, hence why I shouldn't have all this crap on there. And um, anyway, it upgraded it and it took out all this money out of my account just through the game automatically doing these um, no. upgrades. Uh, in-app purchases. My dad loves them, but I've just gotten back from holidays and who knows what bill is on the credit card. But anyway. <laughs> Did you get it back or? Yeah, we got it back. Thank oh, God. The bank, I, I cut it off straight. I rang them straight away to the bank to stop it because I just said I don't know how to use it and they put a stop on all the apps. And, um, yeah, they cancelled my card and I got a new card, so they couldn't take any more out of that account. But I still don't know how it happened. So what you're saying is you can use those apps all you like and then just say, I don't know what I'm doing. 
I don't understand. That's great. Automatically did these upgrades, and I'm like, oh shit! I just yeah. That's great. We've got a copy of Charles's latest book here. It's Charles Firth's Fractured Fairy Tales. It's the new Chaser Quarterly. It's very impressive, actually. Who are you going to give it to, Charles? Who wins the book? Oh, we're we're going to give it to Terry. Three and a half thousand dollars worth of in-app purchases. What's the book worth? Oh, it's worth twenty bucks. Yeah, there you go. That pretty much worth the same. Well done, Terry. Congratulations. (laughs) But I I think the moral of the tale here, Dom, is that we should all set up an app and get rich on in-app purchases. We're going to do that for sure. Radio Chaser is brought to you by National Sicky Day. Why waste your sicky on being sick? Chuck a sicky on Friday and support the cause. National Sicky Day. Radio Chaser on Triple M, home of nationalsickyday.com, which Charles is all the way up to 166 now. Congratulations. Oh, wow, that's pretty good. Mm, that's going off. Being pledged there. A lot of sickies being pledged. It's all about health nowadays. Like Nike, uh, very body positive company, aren't they? Mm. They've got these plus-sized mannequins in the store. Have you seen these Nike plus-sized mannequins? Mm. Uh, that's the polite word for you know people who are... <clears throat> kind of large. It's not a nice um, thing. Somebody looks like me. Fatty Boombas, I think, is the uh, technical That's right. Now, Nike's Fatty Boombas. But it was not only Fatty Boombas anymore, Charles. They, they, they've actually, following the success of these things, they've released an entire range of mannequins to suit all body types, no matter how repulsive. You've seen Nike's plus-size mannequin. Now check out our new range of in-store mannequins that look like every conceivable body type. The bony mannequin, the hunched mannequin, the one-armed mannequin, the mannequin with googly eyes. If your body shape is totally unsuited to the fashion industry, Nike mannequins will still showcase your disgusting frame and skimpy clothing. The man boobs mannequin, the mannequin with puffy collagen lips. We even have a headless mannequin for people who've recently been to Saudi Arabia. In fact, we've made over 6 billion horrible Nike mannequins that no one wants to look at just to avoid negative tweets. The new inclusive mannequins from Nike. No matter how repulsive you look, there's a mannequin for you. Radio Chaser. Triple M. Cat's pyjamas or cat's piss. Yes, Charles Andrew, a bit of romance for us in Cat's Pyjamas today. You've got to tell me, is this Cat's Pyjamas good or Cat's Piss bad, of course, as ever? Uh, The porn site Uporn is offering lovebirds who are considering a proposal the chance to have their proposal in front of 20 million fans. Um, it's called You Propose, and it means that the happiest moment of your life will be witnessed live by 20 million perverts on the You Porn site. Would you go for that? It would be a good way to pop the question. I know you've both done that. Goodness well, well, I know porn has, has long been, you know, considered, it's, it's probably the most romantic of all the art forms, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Like, Forget opera. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, it's touching, isn't it? Well, yeah. It involves touching. Well, I guess you, you porn is associated with popping. So, so you've got to, so you've got to propose in a porn bit. Well, imagine, I mean, how do you present the ring yeah. then? I mean, that would be an interesting, what sort of thing uh, do you Ring in the ring. <laughs> I've hidden it in a special place, love. Yeah. <laughs> I think the idea is you do the video, it gets submitted um, and it streams for 24 hours. Everyone sees it on the homepage and it's happy for you. It's got a happy ending, like unlike most marriages. <laughs> Uporn says, I've got the press release here. They say, it's like proposing on the baseball scorecard, but better. Is that is that really true? Is it really right. better than doing it in public? I mean, does it have to be a porno video? I mean, do, you know, do, do, like, does the lady have to say, yes, I will, in, in the middle of a money shot? Or can it just be a sort of normal video? <laughs> I'm confused. Yeah, let's ponder that while we hear David Bowie. Here on Radio Chaser. Cat's piss. Cat's piss. So romantic. 
Radio Chaser is brought to you by National Sicky Day. <coughs> Sorry, I <coughs> have a nasty <coughs> cough. <coughs> See, it's that easy. National Sicky Day.